here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Thursday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We have a lot to get to this morning. You want to know why our elected officials are so bad? Do you really want to know why they're so bad? Well, part of the blame belongs with you, me, everybody within the sound of my voice. New York City's primary election 24 hours ago had less less than 200,000 voters. Less than 200,000 voters for the primary. And the Bronx numbers are even worse. Only 5% of Democratic voters turned out in the Bronx. There's still no migrant solution with the $107 billion budget due exactly 24 hours from now. Here's what we do know. Multiple rounds of cuts to city agencies to help fund the growing migrant crisis. I'm not necessarily focusing on this this morning, but I I have never seen anything like this before in my life. I'm going to call it for what it is. Get over artists, come across the border, make their way to New York, and we just give them everything. When it's nothing but a straight up con for nine out of ten of the cases. I mean, on the Upper East Side, they're taking a building which was dorms. And they're going to put 500 migrant families in there. And so here's the good news. If we should consider ourselves lucky, the mayor and the city council have reached an agreement to restore roughly 36 million in predicted cuts to the city's public library system. So we should consider ourselves lucky. 36 million in predicted cuts to the city's public library system won't happen now. So before I get to the topics at hand this morning, the city's office of management and budget estimates that it'll cost over $4.3 billion, a figure we've heard before to house feed and provide other services to over 50,000 migrants living in 176 taxpayer-funded homeless shelters and hotels in the Big Apple. So the Biden administration is kicking in $150 million in grant funding to help as the city spends roughly $8 million a day, $8 million a day on the crisis. Governor Kathy Hochul has allocated roughly $1 billion to the Big Apple over the next Two years. One of the points that I am making this morning, and we're going to deal with a very, very serious topic in just a second, because I see a miscarriage of justice at play. In terms after the system is going after the Marine with everything it has, but on the same day that the Marine is arraigned, The accused J-train stabber completely walks. The jury, the grand jury decided no indictment, that he acted in self-defense, he will not face charges, and that fatal subway brawl on the J-train that involved the the ex-con. No criminal charges. He walked. But in Manhattan... The Marine, who happens to be white, by the way, you're going after him with everything you got. I'm going to backtrack into that. Just just give me a minute, folks. I I do want to um, issue this plea. Parents, please control your children. Parents. Parents defined as mom, dad. Stepmom, stepdad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, foster mom, foster whatever, whoever, whoever is in your control and you're a 
a role model figure. Please control your children. The latest attack, guess where? Chicago, large group of African-American teenagers practically taking over part of a community in Lakeview. Right? You don't hear much about it here in New York, but it happened a few months ago, downtown Chicago. I know you remember that. Now it happened, and in a second, I'm going to let you hear a newscast, uh, Chicago WGN 9 News. And the teenagers, the teenagers, all black, acting like complete fools, like they have no sense. And nobody's going to call it out. Dominic, you can't say that. It's racist. It's racist, Dominic, to talk about that the kids are black. You can't do that. They're black. They look just like me. In fact, they could be my kids. Acting a complete fool in the Lakeview community of Chicago. Jumping on top of cars. Enormous damage on cars. They look like a wolf pack. You have to call it for what it is. Listen to this. WGN 9 News in Chicago. Last night, the city saw its latest teen takeover, this time in Lakeview. Yeah, a mob of teens filled the streets, climbing onto cars, damaging the vehicles and businesses in the neighborhood. WGN's Kelly Davis has more. People tell me hundreds of teens poured off the L here at the Belmont Red Line stop. They swarmed the streets and caused chaos throughout the neighborhood. This is the scene that unfolded just after 10 o'clock last night. Hundreds of teens took to the streets, shutting down Belmont for hours. There was no celebration yesterday. It was just pure chaos. Rowdy Hashish is the manager of the Slice Shop. The restaurant just steps from the Belmont Red Line stop was surrounded. He shared this video he took from inside the store of teens dancing on cars and drinking in the streets. Right away we decided to close both uh, the store and the restaurant and we just we stayed all night watching making sure nobody broke in or you know nobody vandalized our business. CPD officers worked to control the crowd and move them out of the area but the teens left behind a path of destruction. People were horrified by the extent of the damage this morning. Shoe prints on cars, hoods dented, windshields broken. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Grace Rowan said she even heard gunshots and was too scared to leave her apartment. It has been very chaotic and as somebody who's lived in Lakeview for honestly the past three years, it's very scary to see how things have changed over time. People are hoping the city steps up to prevent this from happening again. From happening again. But it's already happened again. Where's the new mayor? What does he have to say about this? Mr. Mayor, these kids look just like you and I. What are you doing about this? They look like a wolf pack out there. No one will call it out because nobody wants to be called racist. Nobody wants to be called a racist. So they run around acting like a wolf pack and no one says a word. Look at the video. Don't believe me. Look at the video. You had females out there twerking. Guys slapping the girls rear side as they jumped up on cars, smashed the windows and terrified the entire neighborhood. You heard some witnesses describing there there was actual shooting, actual shooting in Lakeview, in Chicago. And perhaps I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. If you're an African-American, is this what we fought for to get blacks elected in office too? For you to look the other way while our, while our children are acting like a complete fool? Not all. Not all. Some. Some acting like a wolf pack. And it's tolerated. And the mayor won't say a damn thing about it. Oh, don't don't blame the kids. Don't blame the kids. It's the system's fault. It's the translation. Translation. He's blaming white people when he says that, folks. It's the system's fault. Give me a break. It's embarrassing to watch the video. So now we've got big problems here in New York. 
We see all of your phone calls coming in. We're going to get to them as soon as possible. We have got big problems in New York with our criminal justice system. You have the Marine. Clean cut white guy, 24 years old, served his country. The system is going after him with everything they got as he was arraigned. Then you have an African-American in Brooklyn, the accused J-Train stabber, and the grand jury refuses to indict in Brooklyn. So the Marine is in the fight of his life. The guy that stabbed somebody in Brooklyn just completely walked. This is a statement, a statement from a spokesman for the district attorney of Brooklyn, uh, Eric Gonzalez. Quote, our office conducted an impartial and thorough investigation of this tragic case, talking about the Brooklyn stabbing, which included reviews of multiple videos and interviews with all available witnesses. And that evidence was fairly, fairly presented to a grand jury. Today, the charges against Jordan Williams have been dismissed. Dismissed. This on the same day that Marine Daniel Penny was arraigned on charges of second-degree manslaughter and criminally negligent homicide during his brief minute-long, minutes-long hearing. So. The strap hanger charged with stabbing a rowdy ex-con to death on a Brooklyn J train has been found to have acted in self-defense, leading to his manslaughter case being dismissed. The grand jury declining to indict the 24-year-old Jordan Williams. But in Manhattan, it's just the opposite. Just the opposite. And the Marine, Daniel Penny, Faces up to 19 years, 19 years behind bars if convicted on both counts. Let's start with your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's begin with uh, Devon in the Bronx. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Good to hear from you, man. Good morning. What's on your mind, please? Listen, Dominic, you know, I'm listening to you speaking about this. I want to know where is um, Reverend Al Sharpton and this other um, guy. What's his name? Benjamin Crump and all these race bait guys who go out there and do all of these race bait. Because, to be honest with you, I think there was around a month or a month and a half ago, a police officer died in Chicago. And I don't see none of these guys talk about their concern about Chicago and second thing and the number and the second thing about the immigrant um Dominic I think you need to dig a little bit more deeper into this because you have a lot of immigrants here who have a tax ID number and pain in the system and at the end of the day they don't get no reward or anything and you have people who just come here and get in limousine at their door staying to five-star hotel throwing away food and doing all of these type of madness so i think there's a lot of problem we have on our hand here well all i can tell you is every time i look at a migrant male or female i see an able-bodied adult that appears to be young and vibrant, wearing some of them, many of them wearing designer clothes. And that's why I am convinced that this is nothing more than a complete scam at the, at the uh, expense. Thing, Quickly, please. There are a lot of calls. Quickly, um, please. There is a lot of people here who is American just like myself. And if you lose your job today, and you make everything, anything over $5, you cannot even get the government to help you. They say, no, you make over $5 or $10. You, you do not qualify. And I do not know who come up with these laws. Mm. I, I, well, I don't understand. I, I hear you. Thank you for the call. You raised some good points. You or I, within the sound of my voice, we fall in hard times, on hard times. The system has no problem telling us no, no, and no. 
but I'm going to be homeless. There's a shelter at the corner, but the shelter's dangerous. Well, that's where you need to go. But if you're a migrant, you get to move from hotel to hotel. You get to stay in Midtown. You don't have to worry about congestion pricing, right? (laughs) You don't have to worry about that because you're already in Midtown. I know they don't have cars yet, yet, yet. Let's go to John in Westchester. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Uh, two quick things. The first thing is the governors need to step up and call in the National Guard. If the, uh, if the young people are causing, uh, calling for war on the streets, then let them see what war is like. No governor, you know? uh, no governor. John, you, you, you make uh, very good sense. No Democratic governor is going to call in the National Guard because that's considered racist. It's never going to happen. And, and, and I, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would do it in a heartbeat because you, you've got to at some point, you've got to send the message. And I am talking right now for this particular argument to these African-American youngsters that are completely acting a fool. Let me backtrack, John, to say this, that most black kids are doing positive things, going to school, trying to better themselves. I'm talking about the segment of the population where these kids, their parents haven't taught them a damn thing. They don't go to school and they think they're entitled to do whatever they want. And I would call in the National Guard in a New York minute, New York minute. To say we are not tolerating this anymore. You've got to, I recommend that all of you go pull up, just Google the video in Chicago, the latest melee, whatever you want to call it. You'll see these kids jumping up and down on cars, girls twerking in the middle of the street, guys grinding on them and from the backside in the middle of the street, smacking their butts. And, and th- th- this isn't, you know, it's nighttime. It's not broad daylight. But and then you don't understand why we have other problems, John. I mean, it, it it seems simple to me. So outside of calling the National Guard, what should happen in your opinion? You got to give the police, take the handcuffs off the police and, and put them on the criminals where they belong. Agreed. 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 Yeah. Thank you for the call, John. Yeah. But but I, I am I am really um disturbed over what's happening here in New York. There's no other way to say it. The Marine, Daniel Penny, who happens to be white, he's in the fight of his life where he may very well end up be going to jail. And it would be inappropriate. And I've, as I've said before, I still believe no jury in America will convict him. But, The district attorney now says they have more videos, more witnesses. Who knows what can happen in a court of law? So you have that situation with the Marine Penny, and then you have the African-American in Brooklyn who completely walked. The grand jury said no indictment, self-defense. And he stabbed the man after the man... uh, uh, suggest asked his girlfriend if 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 uh, if she wanted to have sex with him, and he didn't use the word sex. Just let your imagination uh, fill in there. And apparently, hit the girlfriend and hit the man that stabbed him. But the grand jury said no indictment. He's free right now. Penny is looking at more than fifteen years in prison. Something is wrong with that type of situation, folks. Something's wrong there. Let's continue with your telephone calls. Let's go to Sam in Las Vegas. Good morning, Sam. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, you have a great show as usual, Dominic. Thank you. I just wanted to say this. Excuses mask the truth. Whenever you hear an excuse, you're getting a lie. And that goes for everything we do in all of us. Whenever we make up an excuse, we're just covering up something else. So when a politician makes up an excuse for someone, they're just covering up something else. That's all they're doing. I I just don't understand. I, I'm going to be completely blunt and honest with you, Sam. I don't understand how an African-American mayor can stand up there and look the other way as he watches his own children, kids that look just like him, acting a complete fool. Because it's easier. It's easier than standing up and doing something. And that's the, that's the sad part. 
Keep up the good work. I, well, I, don't, I, I can't get you every night, but I catch you as often as I can. Well, I, I'll take what I can get, Sam. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the call from Vegas this morning. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic. I just want to say quickly uh, two topics that you're covering. One, the reason why turnout is lower now uh, in uh, the New York races like the city we saw yesterday and throughout the state is because the state legislator irresponsibly changed the primary dates from September to June. Yes. Now it's way worse. Yes, and there's, so no, there's no major race at the top of the ticket. But go ahead. Yeah, that's one. And the thing with Chicago... It's really unfortunate because Chicago, like San Francisco, used to have such a big tourism. People would want to visit it. Yes. But since post-pandemic, I'm sure it's really uh, hurt their tourism. Uh, People won't go because the perception, which is true, that there's a lot of crime. Same with San Francisco. And and the problem with the... uh, the city crime in Chicago is post-pandemic. It's just gotten way out of hand. Way out of hand. I, I, you know, Al, I, I don't understand what's so hard to deliver a speech and right. say, and say, I, I love, I love you children. I want the very best for you. And that is why at effective at 10 PM tonight, we may not have a curfew, but if you do anything that comes cro- comes close to breaking the law, you will be arrested immediately yeah, and prosecuted right. to the fullest extent of the law. What is so hard in stating that? What is yeah. so hard in carrying that out? And, you know, it's unfortunate to Chicago. The people of Chicago had a choice in November, and unfortunately they didn't go with the person who was going to probably be more uh, law and order. Right. And you know what, Al, that's a good point. That's a wonderful point. So in Chicago, you decided to go with somebody that looks like you, the guy that want, that was saying the things that you wanted to hear, that's going to reinforce your community dysfunction. And that's the bottom line at the end of the day. Al, thank you for the call. Greatly appreciate it. You made some uh, wonderful points there. Let's go to Doris in Manhattan. Good morning, Doris. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Dominic. I just wanted. I, I was listening to the local news today, and I heard that they they are giving the migrants bikes, bikes to get around. They already get free uh, passes to ride the train and the buses. Now, why is this? Why do they have to have bikes <laughs> to get around? This was on the local news today. You, you know why? To be honest with you, Doris, because they have be- better advocates fighting for them than we do. That's why. That's why we yeah. we don't we don't have advocates fighting for the American people. Really, yeah. they, they 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 have great advocates that will yeah. raise holy hell if you don't give them everything. If you don't give these migrants each and everything. everything. Yeah. Yes. I just wanted to know, say that. Thank you so much. Well, thank thank you, Doris. It doesn't it doesn't surprise me at all. It really doesn't. Mm-hmm. But 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 at the end of the day, Doris, he, here you know, I'm I'm stating things this morning, uh, perhaps that are not politically politically correct. But a mother yeah. comes here with her two children. Why am I responsible for you, Miss, and your kids? Exactly. Why? Why? Why am I responsible to educate your kids, to feed your kids, to give your kids medical care? Why? That you're, make sense. you're not even a citizen of the country. You're here illegally. Thank you for the call, Doris. I really, I greatly appreciate that. It makes no sense. It defies logic. Defies logic. I was having a conversation with someone in the Bronx tonight, a political figure, and they said, uh, listen, Dominic, the bottom line is Governor Abbott of uh, Texas outsmarted Mayor Adams of New York. Don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that one out. When the mayor of New York should have said, I don't give a damn what these advocates say. Put the, Turn them around. Put them right back on the bus. You're out of here in a New York minute. How about that? Get out in a New York minute. Oh, no. We welcome everyone. Kumbaya. We welcome everyone. You want to stay at the hotel? Here, stay at the hotel. You don't like the food? Don't eat the food. We, we spent a million dollars. for. Don't worry about it. Here's clothing, medical care, education. Wait, 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 wait. 
our kids, you know, their education, you know, the system is about to burst, but we're going to make sure that your kids are educated. We're going to give you housing that nobody else gets, even though, <laughs> even though they're taxpayers here. Francine in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? It's so nice of you to report on, on what's going on in the city every day because we need to hear what's going on when we don't actually get to, you know, see what's going on. And um, I don't think the uh, guy who, uh, Mr. Penny, I don't think he's going to be convicted. I really don't. I hope because, not. Uh, I don't think he's going to be. But I am in agreement that they should have let the other guy go. Uh, that's how I feel because, uh, you know, he, uh, the, the attack was provoked. You know, the guy punched him in the face, punched the girlfriend in the face, and he did what he had to do. Um, unfortunately, he died. But I'm, okay, I'm but sorry the, it happened. But, but Francine, the attack with the homeless man was provoked as well. He didn't have to well, come uh, yes, into that car that was wrong. threatening yes. people and, you know, and all of that stuff. Right. And I agree. I, I agree with uh, Mr. Penny. I mean, uh, the gentleman who choked him, I think, you know, he had what, he had what was coming to him because, you know, he he could have killed somebody on that train, you know. So I agree. Both people should be set free. That's how I feel about it. Well, you know what, Francine, here's the bottom line. If you're the Marine every night, you've, you you know, it's easy for us to Monday quarterback what happened. If you're the Marine every night, you've got to say to yourself privately. Why did I get involved? Yeah, why, why, exactly. Why, why, why didn't I just mind my business? I tried right. to help others, and I'm facing manslaughter charges and more than 15 years in prison. Well, I hope he doesn't get it. I hope he doesn't get it. If anything I can do to sign a petition that he doesn't get it or go down and petition, I will certainly do that because I would love to have someone defend me if something like that happened to I me. If my we, boyfriend was still alive, he would have certainly been been there, and he probably would have got, got I, I think we time. all like to be defended. Thank you for the call, Francine. I've got to take a break, but I see we have Peter in Harlem. So I'm going to go to Peter before we take a break, and I want to hear what Peter has to say this morning. Good morning, Peter. Yes, hello, Dominic. Uh, this is a very sad case. And the thing is that it reminds me of times when the other two gentlemen that haven't been indicted probably jumped in at the end, like when, because you were the first person that announced this case to me. I mean, on the air, if you don't remember correctly, when you brought it on. But the fact is, uh, Dominic, Chicago has a history of criminality. And it's not just black people. What is your logic for always singling out black crimes when a lot of these are Hispanics and a lot of them are Arabs. Okay, so Peter. always say black. Okay, so Peter, can you yeah. point to a single video outside of the um, Latino kid that's a single, singular incident where he turned and apparently had a gun and the cop shot him in the heart? Wait, wait, wait. Can, ahead, you, can you point to a single video involving Latino kids in Chicago? I could see the Latino kids on the street riding around and doing every okay, kind no, of crime. No, no, okay, but wait, you, you mentioned Chicago, right? No, well, so, you mentioned Chicago because okay, somehow you don't okay, know about wait, Al Capone. Okay, but wait, 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 okay, okay, so wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm dealing with the here and now, Peter. You're going way, way, way I'm back. I'm making a point. Okay, so Peter, so Peter, Peter. Okay, so Peter, so Peter, just do me a favor. You see the kids, the black kids acting a fool in Chicago. Can you comment on that? And yeah, stop please. trying to blame okay. somebody else. When whites legalize dope and decadence, and these black kids always embrace it more heartily than white kids do because of their social position, it is only natural that these kids are acting. What is that, TikTok? I'm sure it's a TikTok prank, but none of you loudmouths ever stand up and say, let's ban TikTok. You have to start defending your kids instead of condemning them. Good night. Oh, wow, Peter, that was so profound. That was so intelligent. It was so profound. You made excuses for the black kids that are acting like complete fools and idiots. Somebody needs to rein them in. They don't need to listen to the logic that you... Oh, Al Capone. Al Capone and crime in Chicago, Dominic. Dominic, don't blame the black kids, Dominic. Al Capone. Al Capone died how many years ago? We're talking about, and you know what? That's what people do when they can't back up their opinion. They hang up. Dominic, stop focusing on the black kids. Click, click. Listen, you think I enjoy focusing on them? I, I, the video's right there. 
Everybody can click Google. Go to the video. You see black kids jumping on top of cars, acting complete fools. Why are girls at midnight bending down, twerking with their backsides up in the air like we don't already have a problem with babies making babies in our community? And guys acting like they're in a strip club, smacking them on their rear end and grinding on their butts. You didn't address that, Peter. Oh, stop condemning your kids, Dominic. Are you serious? And notice you're gone. Click, Mr. Click. Let me say what I have to say. Click. It's nonsense. When do you wake up? When do you wake up and admit there's a serious problem? Why do you think black politicians don't talk about it? Because they have completely written off those kids. Period. Time for a break, folks. I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back dealing with a number of topics. The violence in uh, Chicago, a group of uh, African-American teens acting like they have absolutely no sense. You just heard Peter from Harlem. You want to know what's wrong in America? Listen to Peter from Harlem. All you have to do is listen. To be honest with you, that's why I take his telephone calls. He is the perfect example of what is wrong in America, particularly when it comes to inner city youth. Make excuse after excuse. It's never their fault. The kids are jumping up and down on the car. And who do you blame for that? Uh, Peter says it's drugs, drugs infested in the community. And that's why these kids are doing it. No, they're doing it, Peter from Harlem, who makes every excuse under the sun. They're doing it because daddy, I almost just said something on the radio I'm not supposed to say. Daddy ain't, and I'll just leave it at that. I almost slipped and said the word. Mommy's more interested in getting high with the kids. It's an absolute mess. And we're looking at, Kids that, 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 that have been dysfunctional from the day they were born. And they have grown up and they're teenagers. And the girls in the middle of the street are standing there twerking. And the guys are grinding on their butts. And then slapping their butts like whatever it is that young people do. And you know, Dominic... Ah, this is Peter from Harlem. It's the drugs that came into the community. There's always an excuse, always. And then we're dealing with the, thank you, Peter from Harlem, for that highly intelligent analysis. Then we're dealing with the situation. The Marine Daniel Penny was arraigned. Charges of second-degree manslaughter and criminally negligent homicide, right? But the young man in Brooklyn, the grant that stabbed the ex-con to death, he has walked free. The grand jury said no indictment. In Manhattan, the grand jury indicted. And, of course, we know That if a district attorney wants an indictment, a district attorney knows how to get it. We also know that if a district attorney does not want an indictment, chances are a grand jury is not going to indict 
a district attorney knows how to control the process. So how do you indict in Manhattan and let him walk in in Brooklyn? And from a racial standpoint, it looks horrible. It looks like you're hanging the white guy and letting the black guy walk. There's something terribly wrong with that. Let's continue with the telephone calls. Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning, Dominic. I got your two new listeners. I'm here with my son and my daughter-in-law. Well, tell your son and your daughter-in-law we said good morning. Uh Aha, they're listening in another room. Okay. Listen, Dominic, the problem, one of the problems is this. The summer of 2020, when the police stood down in New York and allowed that to happen, what happened that they took over in uh, Seattle, in Portland, and the police stood down because of the government, that was the beginning of the end. Agree, but I think I think it goes back even further, Gracie. I think this is all a reflection of the George Floyd case. And I think all these kids are looking at George Floyd and they're saying what happened to Mr. Floyd. And I will say again, I'm sorry, Gracie, I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but I know I wouldn't want my kids looking up to George Floyd. That's for sure. And, And that's the bottom line. I mean, you know, anyway, go ahead, Gracie. No, no. Basically, Dominic, I just wanted really my son to hear you. But the, I think these people are brain dead. And, and the grand jury in Brooklyn, uh, they did not hear all the facts. And look, we have Peter uh, Francine. He stabbed someone. All right. The, the, the boyfriend punched so he could have punched him back. But he started it. I mean, this is this is the mentality. And as long as good people don't go out on the street the way the baddies go out on the street, we have to organize. I really mean it. And the police have to stand down. They could pretend they don't have their walkie talkies hooked on. I know that'll never happen, but. We can't go on like this. There's going to be nobody left in New York City. Well, that that's a whole entirely other issue. Gracie, please don't get me started on that one. The people that pay the taxes get disrespected and the people that don't pay the taxes think they're entitled to all the respect in the world. It's it's just absolutely mind boggling. I love you, Dominic. Love you too, Gracie. Send send our regards to your son. And I think you said your daughter in law. So thank you very much. Grace. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, and uh, my grandchildren. Listen, I love you, Dominic. Thank you. Thank you. And and to your grandchildren as well. Thank you for the call, Gracie. Let's go to Ben in Brooklyn. Good morning, Ben. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, uh, Dominic. As I told the um, call screener, I like to talk about, you know, um, elections have consequences. And also, I'd like to thank the call screener for letting me in. Okay, okay. Please get to the point, Ben. Go ahead. Okay, my point is election has con- has consequences, and so um, as you mentioned, you know we need to get out there and vote. And also, one other thing is that um, me as a fellow Marine, um, I'm for uh, Daniel Penny and um, or Mr. Penny, I forget his first name. And I appreciate one one last thing is that um, uh, you're doing a great job. I think just as a recommendation to be focused on the solution and not so much on the problem. And that, you know, the problem was the way the kids were acting. The solution is to get um, uh, fathers to do their job. And maybe you can have people that are doing that in the community, you know, have them come in for 10, 15 minutes to state what they're doing. And that could show more of a um, a solution-based uh, whatever. Mm. Mm. I hear you, Ben. But what's going through my mind is if you're going to start with the fathers, why don't you start with mine, uh, who never taught me a damn thing, but or was around, but but he's deceased. So you can't. It, it, in other words, it's a great idea. But 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 good luck with that. That's what I'm trying to say, Ben. Good luck with that. Thank you for the call. I do appreciate it. 
Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. I'm going to go to Steve in Pearl River, and we're going to go even to Melvin in the Bronx. Melvin says that he has a solution to the Chicago craziness. I'll be right back. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. It really is sad, folks. A 17-year-old, 17-year-old shot dead outside a New York City housing project in broad daylight. Broad daylight, according to the NYPD. 17-year-old boy shot and killed Outside of a uh, public housing complex in Manhattan, this happened Wednesday afternoon. The young man's name, Trey Kwan Wingfield, shot once in the chest shortly before 3 p.m. They don't even hide it anymore. They don't even wait until nighttime anymore. This was outside the uh, Polo Grounds Towers at 2971 Frederick Douglass Boulevard, taken to Harlem Hospital by EMS in critical condition, declared dead shortly thereafter. The suspect was described as a male who fled on foot southbound onto Frederick Douglass Boulevard. No arrests have been made. Peter in Harlem, Peter in Harlem, Peter in Harlem. What do you have to say about that, Peter? Peter, Dominic, why, why do you like, you always attack your people. Well, Peter, why don't you wake up? and smell the coffee and look at what's going on around you. Because the last time I checked, Peter, I would have somebody, I would rather have somebody like me calling out the issues of what's going on than somebody like you that's hiding the issues, putting a Band-Aid on it, and it's our kids that are dying like dogs in the street. Peter in Harlem. Let's continue with our telephone calls. Cupid in Woodbury. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dom. I'd like to know why the young man that was unfortunately uh, expired after Penny, you know, tried to defend him, you know, the train, why they keep on showing him 10 years ago. You know, no current pictures of him. Even when they show him in the chokehold, they show Penny very clear and they block out his face. Why won't they show him as is with his beard disheveled, maybe having licensed scabies. Why don't they show that picture? Why do they show a scam on on the public that, you know, he looks the way he did 10 or 15 years ago? I, you know, I'm insulted by that. And you the should other be. The thing is, you why is be. his toxic his tox screen not available when Penny has already been arraigned? You know, do they want all the metabolites to be gone out of the, the guy's system? so that there's no drugs that come uh, available because they say well you know we have we're backlogged we can't we can't do this well how come it's not pushed right up in front of the line because you know this is a high profile case this is like another scam on the public i'm so tired of them totally tired of them why won't they show a picture of what he actually looks like now and why is that tax scream not available to the public now. Well, it, let me try and answer it for you. You raise some excellent points and, and you're you're right to be frustrated. You should be frustrated. The reason why they soft pedal it goes back to George Floyd in Minneapolis and other cases like that. So the media uh for years and years and years would take whatever law enforcement said and ran with it. And then when they saw the video themselves of the George Ford, George Floyd case, they overcompensated too much where now, you know, they don't demand the toxicology report be released, which is not fair. It's not fair to the public. We should know the full story. They now show the homeless man looking like, quote unquote, a regular person or Michael Jackson. And we should see, to your point, exactly the situation of what those people on the subway encountered and what they saw as well. So it's, it's, it's disgusting. And what's going to happen is the toxicology report 
is going to come out at trial. But what the prosecution is hoping for, it'll be a year from now. And they're hoping that that things will simmer down. But they're not. It's only going to intensify even more. Well, the lawyers are saying the tax. Uh, toxicology reports are not even ready because they're so backlogged. You know, that's really, I mean, that's outrageous. You know, they just want all the metabolites to be out of the system, and then by the time they process the the reports, you know, what are they going to find? Are they going to find the K2? Are they going to find the other drugs? They should already have the blood samples, so nothing's going to disappear. If you go by the logic of the lawyers, they just haven't completely tested it yet. Nothing's going to disappear. Or nothing should disappear. We'll, we'll see what happens. I do thank you for your telephone call this morning. Uh, in terms of Woodbury, you raised, um, uh, in Woodbury, you raised a, a lot of legitimate points there. Okay, Melvin, you've got the floor. Let's tr- please no history lessons, Melvin. I'm not interested in a history lesson. Go right ahead. The phenomenal cause and effect. I sat out there and talked to the uh, the youngsters out here, and the first words that come out of their mouth is, it's so hard to do the right thing. You have organizations in Chicago that are making great inroads, but they get very few government resources. The two organizations that do the most inroads into the, the mindset of the youth out there is the church that the Reverend Jeremiah Wright used to be a pastor, and the Nation Islam. The two organizations that get the most resources is the Education Department, Chicago and the, and the Justice Department who make a negative reason and the media. Okay, so wait, wait, Melvin, 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 yes. Melvin. So, yes. so you're telling me with a straight face that education dollars should be pulled from the education department or dollars should be pulled from the education department and given to the Nation of Islam. Is that what you're telling me? No, I'll explain to you how. I, okay, but Mel- Melvin, 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 I don't have all day. You don't have to set it all up. Just please make your point and and get to it. So the bottom well, line, one, the bottom organizations out there. That Melvin, so, so now, so thing. Melvin, so now you're just repeating your point again. Answer my what? question, please. There are limited dollars. Are you telling me with a straight face to take money from the education system to give it to Farrakhan? Is that what you're telling me? No, I didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth. Okay, no, Melvin, I've got to get to other calls. Get to your point. The solution is very simple because it's only the media is the one that hype. Oh, it's the media. It's the media. It's the media. Folks, did you hear that? It's the media's fault that black kids are standing on top of cars. And the apathy in the people that get involved. Melvin, Melvin, you know what I feel like saying right now, Melvin? You, Melvin, you are the the weakest link. You are gone. You are done. You're not going to talk over me on the Dominic Carter show. That's not going to happen. It's not the media's fault. Oh, the cameras are why the black kids, some, are standing on top of the cars acting a fool. The cameras are why this 15-year-old girl is acting like a stripper in the middle of the street because she wants to be the next Kim Kardashian. That's the camera's fault, huh, Melvin? Melvin and Peter, you two guys should go out to dinner and 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 give each other blind reasons for why everything is so screwed up. You guys could really entertain each other. Peter and Melvin. Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Hi Dominic. Uh, the lady that just called that was asking about why they're showing a photo of him 10 years ago doing the Michael Jackson moonwalk and all that. It doesn't matter what they're showing. This guy has a mug sh- many mug shots, correct? Correct. Okay, so why don't we just get them and put them in the paper or just, you know, let people see them? We don't have to wait for them to do it. Well, you Deborah, get cop- Deborah, you're not going to be able, you're not going to be able to put them in the papers because they have editors. Well, and I mean, editors- on your phone or whatever. I mean, it's current. There's a probably 40 mug shots of this guy. You're correct about so that. So we don't need what I said, you're correct about that, but but right, so we, but, yeah. but the 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 problem is that the police department may not release it. Then you got to file. No, a, I think you can get them. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Then you got to file a okay. freedom of information request, and that could take months. So what I'm trying to explain to you is that if the system yeah. doesn't want it out there, it's not going mm-hmm. to be out there. And even if it is going to be out there by order of a court, it could take months. Okay, so, and she, the other lady said something very important. She said, we have to do what they're doing. Get to the streets in in the right way. 
protest and get to the streets and let our voice be heard. Because we're very meek and quiet, and we just call in the show and complain late at night. But people also have to get out there and, and say enough is enough. You're correct. In the right way. In the right way. You are correct. You are correct, All Deborah. Right. Thank, thank you, Dominic, and have a great week. You thank too. You. Thank you. Let's go to Steve in Pearl River. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. That was a, that. Thank you for clarifying the fact that nothing's going to disappear. You right, know, in terms right. of the toxicology, nothing's going to disappear. No, nothing's going good. away. It might you just like you said, there's a backlog, et cetera. But but here's here is. And, and wait, wait, Steve, I, I don't buy that. I don't buy the backlog no? nonsense. No, okay. no, because okay, well, because okay, let me okay, tell sorry. you why. Let me tell you why. Sure. Because when the D.A. Sure. and the police say put a priority on this, it has a way of jumping the line. So if, okay. they, if they really want it done, it can be done. But go ahead. you got to be quick, Steve. Go ahead. I, I'm going to be very quick. So here's the conundrum. Here's the conundrum. While crime is a problem, the reality is that New York is the safest large city in the United States. I don't know. And I'm not the person who's going to come up with the solution. Right. Well, okay. I, I, I don't buy that. Right. For, I don't buy that, Steve, okay. for one second. Okay. I, I don't buy that okay. for one second. Fair I, enough. I, I tell you what. I tell you what. If you if you think that New York is the safest large city right in the country, and that's right. what the stats so show, go, right. go ask Michelle Gold's mother if she believes that New York that, is know, the safest you know, city that, in America. That, you know, that that's putting the microscope. Okay. And that's fair enough. You know, and that's fair enough. But. That's, oh, I mean, that's, that it really is, you know, someone who's been, who, who's aggrieved and rightly so. Like I said, that's the conundrum. I don't have the solution for it. I really don't. It would be nice if it was safer. Okay. Mm, I'll I'll take safe. Steve, thank you for the call. I'm joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to Hello, you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what do you have coming up? Well, very exciting show. Uh, Jeffrey Gurian, everybody's favorite dentist turned comedian. He's going to join us in the first hour. We have a, a boatload of things to get to, including uh, some unique analysis of the t- Titan submersible and uh, some lighter subjects as well. And then in the 2 o'clock hour, I have three very fiery, opinionated, intelligent Women coming in studio, Dr. Judy Kuriansky, Marlena Shivo, and Jen Kern. So we're going to have sort of a ladies' lounge for the 2 o'clock hours. And uh, we're, all, we're only going to take calls from women in that hour, too. So men, you better identify as a woman for that hour if you want to get through on the phones. And then uh, oh, we boy. got we got the AC report, and uh, we'll go through the news of the day with Brian Kilmeade as well. So we got a, we got a lot to get to for the next four hours. I, I can't believe... Um, that we've come to the point where if you're, a, you say you're only taking calls from women or those who identify or as those women. who identify. That's right. The times that we live in, I was going to go to line three, line three, but I don't see the name. Okay. So we're just going to wrap up folks. I want to thank you uh, very much for joining us this morning. Dominic Carter saying I'll be back in uh, 24 hours. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight is coming up. Have a great day, folks. I'll see you in 24 hours.